My Seven Chakras, Episode 3. You will not attract what you want into your life. You will attract who you are. The Seven Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Join Aditya as he embarks on a journey to interview healers, thought leaders, and experts from the world of alternative healing to bring you nuggets of ancient wisdom to transform your life. Welcome to My 7 Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. I am excited to bring you our featured guest today, Emily Filoramo. Emily, are you ready to inspire? Of course I am, AJ. Perfect. Emily Filoramo is a Be More Extraordinary Magician and the author of the new book, How to Permanently Erase Negative Self-Talk So You Can Be Extraordinary. Emily guides you to permanently erase negative self-talk, fears and insecurities at their source. So Emily, I've given our listeners a little introduction about you. So why don't you take about 40 seconds to introduce yourself? Yes, well, you you said it exactly right. I am the Be More Extraordinary Magician and that is my soul's calling. And I didn't find that until a couple of years ago when I turned uh, uh, 50 years old. And so part of this um, interview is going to, I'm going to share some of that journey about how everything that has happened to us in the past is all meant, especially the negative experiences, it's all meant to happen to us for the evolution of our souls. And it's just up to us to figure out how to make the lemonade out of those lemons of our lives. Because that, when you do that and, and make sense of the story of your life, you know, that is when big shifts can happen. And that is when you become, can become fully alive and appreciate everything that has happened to you. Wonderful. I'm excited, Emily. So here at My Seven Chakras, we believe in the power of Ichin and Sanzin, which is a Buddhist term, which means that there are 3,000 worlds, 3,000 possibilities, or 3,000 outcomes from one single thought. In other words, there is infinite potential in a single thought, concept, or idea. So, we usually start our show with an inspirational quote that will get us into a space of awareness, learning, and compassion. So, Emily, what is your favorite inspirational quote? And give us an example of how how you apply this quote to your everyday life. One of my favorite quotes is the concept of law of magnetism, which is basically you will not attract what you want into your life. You will attract who you are. Wow, that is that is profound. Uh, thanks for that. Emily, Just let's just say you are at a health retreat somewhere among the mountains and someone asks you, Emily, what is your main focus at this point in your life? What would you tell them? The mission is, is to help people, game changers, who are ready to permanently erase their negative self-talk, fears and insecurities so that they can unleash their true greatness and live their lives with the health and the wealth, amazing relationships and joy that they have always wanted to live with. So that allows them, when they fully believe in, in themselves, that is what allows them to manifest everything they want. Unleash their true greatness. That's really powerful. Thanks for that, Emily. 
So my seven chakras is all about learning about our chakras. So for those who don't know what a chakra is, the Sanskrit word chakra literally means a wheel or a disc. In yoga, meditation or energy healing, this term refers to the wheels of energy throughout our body. And there are seven main chakras which are aligned along the spine, starting from the base of the spine through to the crown of the head. And these whirling chakras contain energy called prana, which is a vital life force that keeps us vibrant, healthy and alive. So, Emily, could you tell us a little bit about the significance of chakras in your practice? Well, what I do is I practice Bikram Yoga and I do everything that I can to get centered in my spiritual and soulful place because that's from that centeredness that you can appreciate life and, and give you the energy to, to be productive and creative. And, and so in terms of like the, the chakra, how I use the chakra concepts in my, in my um, healing practice is that a lot of times people who are holding on to burdens from the past, it mm-hmm. is held somewhere in the body. And they know that, you know, when they have certain emotions, it's certain parts of their body feel it. You know, maybe it's their heart. Maybe it is in their neck. Maybe it's, it's, it's in their throat and, and, or, 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 the, or, or the lower abdomen. So whatever it is, that gives me a clue as to, okay, so what is going on in that area and what is that area trying to tell us? You know, what's the stuck energy that is, mm-hmm. that is being held and, and more than likely it's, it's something from the past, a burden that's been held onto from the past. Wonderful, wonderful. So Emily, you speak about eliminating negative self-talk. Could you tell us a little bit more about this and how has this thought process or this practice benefited your life so far? Oh, if for my life, oh my goodness, it has helped me to unleash like the full potential of who I am and living to my destiny and giving me no fears, insecurities or negative self-talk. And so because in order for any of us to unleash the full potential of who we are, we're trying to push forward on the bus of our lives. We're trying to press on the gas pedal. And we need to release the blocks or the parts of us that are holding on to the brakes. And those are the parts of us we have to identify and release. And the burdens and the negative self-talk and the, uh, and the limiting beliefs, those are the parts of us that are stuck in the past that are preventing us from unleashing fully. And so I've had my journey of coming, being stuck, you know, 10 years ago, I fell into a depression that was really the message of, well, you have to go and heal the parts of you that are stuck in the past, holding on to these negative emotions and toxic beliefs about yourself. And, and that was my wake up call that had started this whole learning, this whole system of the psycho-spiritual healing model of internal family systems. That's indeed profound. I think a lot of our listeners will be able to relate to this. Sometimes uh, the metaphor of the car, we are in the car, we want to go at a higher speed and we invest in a new engine and all we need to do is take out our foot from the brakes and we will speed ahead towards our destiny. So thanks a lot for that, Emily. I'm a bit curious, how did you get into this practice and what were you doing before this practice? Could you tell us a little bit about the story behind that? Sure. I spent 27 years in corporate America. And so in 2011, I was handed the pink slip and laid off from this comfortable, cushy pharmaceutical career. But I knew that I was not unleashing the full potential of who I was in this career. But, you know, the comforts of a paycheck and insurance and benefits, all that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't bad enough for me to leave. So after getting laid off, that was when, when someone had put the bug in my ear that I should really be, be an entrepreneur because I had all the skill sets, which I never even knew. 
So that's what started my journey as an entrepreneur back in 2012 because I wasn't manifesting another job. And so because I had done the healing eight years earlier from the depression, anxiety that I had suffered because of the fact that I had swept my emotional baggage under the rug, when I launched into the entrepreneurial journey, and as you and many of the listeners know, it's a scary journey to be in business for yourself because there's a lot of unknowns and a lot of risks that you have to take in order to fail, 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 hit speed bumps so that eventually you get success. And so because I had already done my healing and I believed in myself 110% and I knew that failure was not an option and I had the courage to try everything and a lot of these things didn't work out and in the process of just going out and meeting people and not being afraid and calling people up and networking, one thing led to another and a year and a half into this entrepreneurial journey, I found my soul's calling as a be more extraordinary magician. You know, the magician that helps you to become the most extraordinary version of you. And that title was just given to me by my clients as I started to work with them because they're like, no, you're no ordinary coach. You're, you're a magician. And so, so the very first client I had taken through this space I, and, and, the, and the dramatic results that he received told me that, oh my gosh, this is what I am meant to be doing. I am meant to be helping people get to the root of why they do not have health or the wealth they want or the amazing relationships or the joy that they so deserve. Because it's not about addressing and putting Band-Aids on, such as, you know, because I started out as a nutritionist since that's what I studied in college, and people having their health issues, it's not about learning how to eat properly. Most of those people know how to eat properly. And it's the parts of them that don't believe that they deserve to have health or a, a great weight. Those are the parts of them that don't feel like they're good enough. They're the parts that hold them back. So one thing led to another. I ended up in this training for internal family systems. And, and when I started to take my first client through the, uh, the process and I saw the power of how that unleashed who he was, the real him, I knew that I have found my soul's calling. Thanks a lot for that. I think you make a very strong point over here about magic. And a lot of people, including me, uh, normally think that magic is walking on water or, uh, you know, pulling out a rabbit from your hat. But magic truly is looking deep within yourself and finding those inherent potential, finding those strengths that lie within and using them to manifest your destiny, as you said. So thanks a lot for that uh, beautiful thought. Emily, let's say a person listening to the show right now wants to begin to eliminate the negative self-doubt. What are certain benefits that a person could obtain in the short term and in the long term basis? In the short term, you're going to be able to feel really good about yourself to release some of that heaviness that you've been carrying around since childhood. And so when you release that darkness, you feel lighter and your self-image starts to get more positive. And eventually, as you do more and more of this work, you don't even recognize yourself anymore. You wake up this way. It's like, wow, this is my real self that had been buried for years because of all these parts of me that were still so stuck in the past and had to show up angry and controlling, etc. And as you heal those vulnerable parts of you and get them unstuck from the past, that is when you release the burdens, the, the baggage, the negative beliefs, and then your vibrations uh, improve. You, you improve on the scale of consciousness. So this way you start to did your energy changes and that's what people start to respond to. And so that's, that's you know, the short term and into the long term goal. Long term, 
benefits really really erasing that internal civil war that goes on in your head, that inner conflict that goes on every time you're trying to do something bigger, like get a promotion or really lose the weight for good or get into a better relationship, you know, find a hotter partner, whatever it is, every time you try to go for that big thing, as you do this work and finally believe in yourself that you are lovable, you are enough, and you are worthy of everything that you want, when you believe yourself in that way, you will be able to get the courage to just jump and do the scary things. Get outside of your comfort zone. Wonderful. Thanks a lot for that, Emily. I think you speak to a concept which is also a Buddhist concept, which is that of a human revolution. And you can't have a human revolution, like you said, unless you have that belief in yourself that things are possible and that a change is possible. Now, Emily, the alternative healing space is truly amazing where at times miracles can take place and I've heard a lot of healing stories in which people literally transformed their lives. So, what is your biggest and most inspiring client success story till date? I have a couple that I I could share that are just so beautiful. I have one client who had a history of sexual abuse by several people in her family, and she had been through like 30 years of trying to find ways of releasing that. And so we had safely taken her through the process of rescuing those sexually abused parts of her out of the past. And during one of the very last sessions of another event that we had to address, when she got that person out of that room that she was stuck in and re quote unquote reparented her in the way that she needed and released the I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable, whatever it is. The last of those traumatic events, at that point, she says, Oh my gosh, Emily, wow, my soul just came back into my body. This is extremely trippy. Whoa, wow, I feel like I'm finally in my body. Because what happens is that when you get traumatized, your real self, your true self, your soul actually checks out of your system and just watches what's happening because they can't believe what's happening to you. So it's like, oh, okay, let me watch. Oh, she's being tortured or whatever it is. Or, or even those, those moments of shame on the schoolyard, even those traumas. The more of these events that you have, the more your soul checks out. And then as you rescue those parts out, this is, this is where the spiritual healing comes into place, is that the soul comes back into the body. And that, so that's one case. Another case, uh, I cured somebody's 20-year struggle with chronic back pain. And again, the chronic back pain was holding her back, keeping her safe, thinking that you can't go and unleash who you dreamed of becoming because it's not safe. I'd rather give you back pain than have you suffer the emotional emotional scars from failing. And so this back pain was protecting all of the parts of her that had been um, abused, emotionally abused and neglected and, and just a lot of traumatic events. And as we rescued all of those parts of her out of the past, literally her back pain was dissipating in front of my eyes on Skype. It took about four hours to totally uh, do the work of, of getting those parts of her uh, unstuck from the past. And again, she was another one that says, wow, I feel my soul coming back into my body. Beautiful, beautiful. So Emily, uh, the person that we're talking about right now, he or she would be in a lot of pain at this stage, right? A person who is probably vulnerable, has had a few challenges or many challenges in the past. What would such a person need to keep in mind before making that transition into positivity, making that transition into a revolution? 
what would that be? What you have to keep in mind is that you have to be ready to do the work, to shed the excuses and get out of living in the darkness because it is easier to live in the darkness than to actually live in the light. Because, as Marianne Williamson or Nelson Mandela, people uh, debate, debate on who originally said this, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And it is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. So you have to be ready to become the most extraordinary version of you. Because when you do become the most extraordinary version of you, you will get noticed. You will be in the spotlight. And you have to be ready for that. Wow. Thanks for that, Emily. Whenever I hear that quote, that statement, there are goosebumps all over my hands because I feel that statement is so powerful and empowering. I mean, it can it can change a person. It can change even a nation as well, like in the case of uh, Nelson Mandela. So, Emily, from your experience, what is one highly beneficial health advice or tip that you could share with our audience, which can be implemented immediately. For example, uh, consuming two tablespoons of coconut oil each day helps in weight reduction. So do you have any advice or tip that way? Since I'm also a nutritionist, the one thing that I advise everybody to do is eat more greens. And because you need to get your blood healthy to reduce the inflammation. And it's the greens, the vegetables that are going to help you be healthy and reduce inflammation so you don't get sick. And so if you don't have a practice already, one of the easiest ways to start is to start with green smoothies. And they're everywhere now. And if you don't like the thought of drinking something green, you could start with a fruit smoothie that you add some, a few leaves of kale to that you blend up in the blender. So it just takes one habit. Just, just change that one habit. Or, or don't change any habit, but just add in the greens and the easiest way to get concentrated ways of um, getting greens into your diet is, is start adding green smoothies or uh, green drinks into your diet. Thanks for that, Emily. And thanks for the reminder. I'm just, after the show, going to have my favorite smoothie, the Mighty Kale Smoothie. Yes, yes, great. I love that too. <laughs> so let's move into the next phase of our show, which is all about major challenges or learning moments. At My 7 Chakras, we are all about gaining life lessons from the experiences of our guests. We believe that the value of victory depends on the scale of the challenge we tackle. For example, an Olympic high jumper. Jumping a couple of feet scarcely counts as a victory. It is only when we push ourselves beyond our limits that our success becomes meaningful to ourselves and respected by others. So Emily, tell us about a time when you faced a major challenge or barrier. Tell us about that moment. What were you feeling at that instant? And then how did you approach or overcome that challenge? So I had alluded to it earlier, and that was regards to my one-year battle with depression, anxiety, and panic attacks, which happened uh, 10 years ago in my, in my early 40s. And that was all as a result, which I didn't realize at the time, of sweeping all of my emotional baggage from childhood you know, underneath the rug. Just saying, oh, I'm not that story anymore. I'm not that shame little Asian girl that's ugly that nobody wanted to be friends with, that was uh, rejected by, by many people, etc. I'm not that person anymore because I have a great job and, and great life in the suburbs of Connecticut. And so eventually, you know, when you don't address the past and do the inner work, it will come back to bite you in some way, whether emotionally or physically or in your relationships, whatever it is. And for me, it was emotional health. And so 
when I was suffering through that, and I think as many of us suffer when we suffer from um, illness of any kind, we're saying, why is this happening to me? Life isn't fair. And in the back of your mind, you're just like, oh, when is this going to be over with? And there's got to be some meaning behind why I'm experiencing this. I don't know what that meaning is. And little did I know that 10 years later, during my entrepreneurial journey, was when I realized that was exactly what I was supposed to go through in order to heal myself and in order to have the compassion and empathy for my clients who are experiencing the same thing. So that was all part of my journey of what had to happen in order for me to find my soul's calling. Wonderful. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, Looking back now, what is that one major life lesson you want our listeners to take away from your story? That the universe purposely gives us the negative experiences for the evolution of our souls. And it's up to us to make lemonade out of the lemons of our lives. And just like Steve Jobs famously said in the Stanford commencement address, yes, yes, you cannot look at your life, connect the dots of your life looking forward. You could only connect them looking backwards. And so you could only do that when you start to do the inner work to release the burdens that you've been carrying around from significant emotional events. And when you release the burdens, that's when your energy changes and your life changes. Uh, because if you want your life to change, you have to change, not other people. Emily, first off. Thank you for sharing your precious life lesson with us and allowing us to learn from your experiences. I know it must have been really hard to go back to that moment, but uh, at My 7 Chakras, we strongly believe that our experiences only make us stronger. So thanks. So Emily, we are now moving to the next portion of our show, which is all about finding the reason we've been placed on this earth. We're going to talk about finding your true calling or your true purpose. When you find your calling, it's a different feeling of happiness, empowerment, and fulfillment. And you realize that you've been training for your calling since the moment you were born. And just when you need it the most, the right people will show up with just the right tools you'll need to support you on your journey. So my question to you, Emily, have you found your calling? If yes, what is your calling? Yes, I found my calling as a more Extraordinary Magician. And I found it by accident through taking action and weathering all the speed bumps, detours, and dead ends during my entrepreneurial journey. Those first 18 months when I launched as a nutritionist and I found out that was not my soul's calling. I might be an expert, but that was not my soul's calling. And so taking inspired action and just not being afraid to meet people for coffee and dinner and go into networking meetings and having conversations, that eventually led me to meeting the right people that guided me to find my soul's calling and attracting amazing opportunities and business collaborations. And that also finding my soul's calling is what also manifested it. My book deal, now how to permanently erase negative self-talk, I manifested that in a 20-minute conversation with a total stranger at a reception in New York City. Wow, that's awesome. You know, that's also the message that I want to give to your listeners is that when you are inspired from the core of who you are and knowing that you are put on earth to do something amazing and believe in yourself and really feel really good about who you are, that is when, when, you, when you're able to plug something concrete into the GPS of your life, and then as you keep taking action, the universe will put you in the right place at the right time to, to meet the amazing people that you need to take your life to the next level. And Emily, I'm sure that when you discovered your calling, you may have felt ecstatic, excited, and extremely empowered because you could say with conviction that this is what you want to do for the rest of your life, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Wonderful. So... 
it's all about that moment from your story that you're sharing i understand it's all about that moment so what is that one moment that you can share with our listeners about finding your calling let's go back into that particular instant let's hear that story this is the the client that had me find out in that moment that that was my true calling so this is this is the f- first client that I had taken through this internal mo- family systems model psycho spiritual healing and uh, this is somebody middle aged and with lots of designer diplomas and had career successes, but he was stuck in his entrepreneurial journey. And he was somebody that had been through 20 years of therapy, you know, he had been depressed and all of that stuff, but still very negative. And I knew that all that negativity was not manifesting anything. And so he agreed to be my quote unquote guinea pig. And he, was, he felt safe enough with me to be vulnerable. And I took him through, and even after the first session, which I spent three hours with him, when I watched him release the burden that he had been carrying around, that he is not lovable because of his parents' divorce. You know, when you're young, you watch your parents' divorce, you're blaming yourself because your brain doesn't know any better. And it was just, you know, understanding his father, so, so we had gone really deep. And, and he said, oh, my gosh, you did more for me in three hours than 20 years of therapy. Interesting. Okay. And he had never felt so good in his life just releasing the heaviness. And after that session, I knew, oh, my gosh, this is what I'm meant to be doing. And then the next morning when I, when I texted him and said, how are you doing? And he says, this is the first morning of my life that I actually was happy. Whoa. Yeah. I knew. And then, and then he went on, after 20 hours of coaching with me, he went on to manifest $10 million in business deals the next year. That is inspiring on so many levels, Emily. Thanks for sharing that wonderful story. And having said that, we have now reached the wisdom round where I will ask you a series of questions. Sure. During this round, our listeners will get to listen to nuggets of wisdom, get inspired and obtain actionable steps that they can take right away. So fellow yogis and chakra healers, in case you want to take notes, I strongly urge you to take out a notepad and a pen. So Emily, what is the best advice you have ever received? Some of my um, mentors that I've had, they just have said, you know, you just keep going and going and going and take inspired action because the speed bumps and failures that you hit will eventually lead you to the successes. When one door closes, another one's going to open. You just have to trust and just take that leap. Thanks for that. At My 7 Chakras, we strongly believe that great habits can dramatically enhance the quality of your life. So if you had to recommend a personal habit that contributes to your well-being, what would that be? Oh, I love my Bikram yoga. <laughs> you can't take that away from me. It helps to get me centered and, and releases the back pain that I get from like sitting in front of the computer all day. And it just uh, helps me to, to get centered and it, it helps me to download a lot of creative ideas and, and just really stress. And yeah, I, I love it. That's, that's, that's my one thing that you cannot take away from me. <laughs> it seems we are on the same path, Emily, because I religiously go for yoga three times in a week. And I am based in Vancouver, British Columbia. So my favorite studio is actually on a place called Granville Island, faced by water on all three sides. So as I'm doing these yoga poses, I see uh, yachts float by and that's so beautiful and I experience bliss right there so I totally agree with you that nobody can take yoga from you so Emily could you describe the first two hours of your day what is your morning ritual well let's see every other day is yoga so if I could go in the morning that I get that out of the way so that I come home refreshed and energized and 
And um, on the days that I don't go to yoga, sometimes I'll have a morning client. And if I don't have a morning client, I'll start to make sure that I prioritize the top three things that I must complete for that day. No, my to-dos list is endless, but you got to pick three things that are just most important to accomplish for that day. Thanks for that. And I love the fact that you prefer to do yoga in the morning because when you have that experience, I think that dramatically changes uh, the events that happened uh, later on in the day, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Perfect. So if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would that be? I'll mention my own book since I'm biased, but I'll mention another one that I, that I really love. So my, my own book, How to Permanently Erase Negative Self-Talk So You Can Be Extraordinary, it's really, everyone really needs to understand what are the parts in them that are keeping them stuck. The awareness that they're going to gain is just tremendous. And of course, everyone's saying, oh my gosh, my mother, my brother, my friends, they all need to read it because we have to understand each other and have compassion for each other. So what, that's what that book will provide. But the other book that is extremely, has been extremely important in my life is Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Because if you don't know how to interact with people and make friends, you're not going to get anywhere in your life. Because you need the network of other people in order for you to get to that next step. And plenty of studies have shown that it is not our close friends and our inner circle that gets us the success. It is based on our second and third degree and fourth degree connections that that gets us where we need to go. And so that's why it is so important to keep going and meeting new people and have people like you. And you have to know how to give, give, give before you ask. And so you have to learn the concepts of how to get people to talk about themselves and make them feel good about themselves so that they see you as a resource that they want to have in their life. And that's how all the relationships are built. And that's where I have gained all of the successes and and the um, business opportunities as a result of my ability to connect with people. So if people want to get further in their life, it's very important to get out, get the courage um, to make new friends and influence people. So Dale Carnegie's book is is phenomenal for that. Thanks for that uh, advice, Emily. I completely agree that first you need to give and only then you will receive and you will receive abundantly. So Chakra listeners, you can find links to all the resources and everything that we really discuss uh, during our podcast in the show notes. Emily, I've truly enjoyed listening to your story and the stories you shared were really inspiring. Before you go, tell us one thing that you're really grateful for today. Tell us the best way we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. I'm just grateful for everything that has happened to me, including every single negative event that has happened in my life because I know that everything was meant to happen in order for me to grow into the best version of who I am and living my soul's calling and helping others and leaving my lasting legacy. And, uh, and as far as finding me, I had started to discuss this healing modality, which I didn't have time, time to get into. And so if your listeners want a, um, an idea of what the protocol is for internal family systems, they could go to nonegativetalk.com, nonegativetalk.com, and download a free version of the protocol of how to erase negative self-talk, fears, and insecurities. And then if they want to uh, get a hold of me, all they have to do is go to talktoemily.com, and that will take you to my website, talktoemily.com, and you'll see my website with all the tabs when you plug into that uh, that URL. Perfect. So the other website that you mentioned was nonegativetalk.com, right? And there is no dash or any other thing in between? No negative talk.com. That gets uh, that, that. All you have to do is give me your email and you'll get uh, the protocol. 
and then talktoemily.com that will take you to my website. Perfect. I will add that link in the show notes. Emily, thank you for coming on our show today and sharing those priceless nuggets of wisdom. I hope our paths cross again sometime really soon and you have a great day ahead filled with warmth, laughter and prosperity. Thank you, AJ, for the opportunity to come on your show. Thanks a lot. Yep, take care. Thank you for listening to My 7 Chakras at www.myseven.com. 